0: Hey guys, just wanted to put a disclaimer out there before you guys uh, tune into to the actual content of the episode. I was still a little bit sick from uh, COVID during this, so so you should expect to hear a lot more stammering than normal, and probably a lot more coughing than you, you would actually care to, to to choose to listen to. So I'm really sorry about that ahead of time, but I, I really wanted to get this recording out of the way. And plus, it was a very fun one with a very good pastor friend of mine. And I'm hoping this I'm hoping this episode blesses you. All right, guys, peace. This is episode 22 of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast, and today we are going to cover how to survive college as a Christian, uh, but it will be a little bit different today because I have a very special guest this morning, Pastor Grant Adams of the Fountain Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. So let's do this. And uh, and, uh, and as I said before, um, I believe Pastor Grant, you are the current student pastor of the Fountain Church, uh, if i right. right? All right, good. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. And a pastor
1: for some people, that's not a real pastor, but you know, (laughs) one day I'll get there.
0: And you've been involved in this role for the past uh, four or five years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think that's what it said.
1: October was year three. So we're going on year four now. All right. All right. I've been at the fountain church. Uh, I served in Dallas, Texas before that as a children's pastor and student pastor. Um, So youth that, this age group that's definitely my passion
0: all right man i got you yeah and so uh so the 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 very first thing that we are going to do is we're going to we are are um the the uh i cannot speak single life it's like the current plan is to like disclose our current like college situations and all this other stuff and also our educational background because of i think that i think that should provide like the proper context for why we're uh, why we are doing such like, a crazy episode. Uh, yeah. so, 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 so for those who don't know, uh, I, I am currently a freshman at the university of Wisconsin, Madison, and I believe I finished my classes two weeks ago now. So, <clears throat> hey. and, and, uh, and I think that's about as as, far, far as I've gotten in terms of school and I'm hopefully going into seminary maybe at some point and, Woo. and hopefully into medical school. So, and you, Pastor Graf, Yeah. Um,
1: I'm, I'm a non-traditional student. I went to a school of ministry right out of high school, uh, that was more of like a ministry trade school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like a certificate of Christian leadership there, which, uh, qualified me in in some way to, Uh, lead in in, uh, children's and youth student ministry, uh, pastoral leadership, but um, I'm going back right now. I'm technically a freshman at Kennesaw State University. I'm doing all 100% online classes uh, while I serve as the pastor over here, so I'm knocking it out, man. I'm right there with you as a a freshman. We're rolling.
0: (laughs) Yes. And, um, and so now we're going to segue into, I don't like talk about college in general and, you know, like the various things that I've learned and and I've learned a lot of things in my, what was it like four months in Madison? Yeah. So, so yeah, this man. episode is probably going to be like a long one, but there's a lot of, there, there, there's a lot of stuff to unpack. You know, that the,
1: freshman year is a crucible. There's a lot of stuff that you learn really
0: quickly. Oh, yeah, man, definitely, for sure. It, 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 no, the very first thing I learned was just, like, how much in-your-face, like, temptation was. Now, there was, hmm. I feel like, um, I, I definitely feel like I definitely had, like, a little bit, like, the human bubble, like, the private school bubble, if that makes any sense. Like, I yeah. didn't realize how much in-your-face, like, temptation was in the real world. And so, um, you know, so um, I think I think that was, like, a real really big like shocker although i should like expect a lot more from that because i knew like coming into the school that it was the number one party school in the nation and all this other stuff and how like you know it, it is the capital of the state of wisconsin so you should right. definitely expect some things and plus it's a very large school i think i think U uw Madison's like uh larger than uga georgia tech and emory combined it's a huge school wow right? so it's yeah, i had no idea yeah and so no, you know, it just really, really shocked me about how, like, temptation is always in your face, you know, and you don't really have your parents hold your hand, and, sure. you know, it's, like, it's, you no, know, it's the most lively, virile, or, like, it's the most lively time of your life, and so, you know, it's, like, high school pretty much has, it has absolutely, like, nothing on college in the best and worst ways possible, and mm. I think that was what was a, 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 it really be like shocker to me because, you know, I came from the South. It's like the Bible Belt, and, and I'm going to a place that's the almost polar opposite. You know, it's like, you know, it's like temptations in your face. And so it's just like, and it's you no, know, there were plenty of things that I saw where temptation was pretty much. Um, I think the best way to phrase is just kind of glorified. And so mm. I think that was what like kind of disturbed me at first, but I, I can't say that I got used to it. Uh, I think it was more of like, okay, so this is what it is. And if you're involved Mm -hmm. in ministry, you should expect to see like dead bodies that are dead in sin. And so um, I think that was what I, I really had to get over. And Atticus was the,
1: like the spiritual climate different as well. Like here in the South Bible belt, uh, the, random person you ask even at a public school um and it's changing a little bit but if you ask someone like hey are you a christian does your family go to church you, it's a coin toss of whether they'll be like yeah yeah i'm a christian even if they're non-practicing is that different in madison like is it more atheist or agnostic
0: um i'm not exactly 100 percent sure um I do know that there are like plenty of very, very, very strong, like Christians there. Although, um, although like, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that, uh, the majority of the Christians that I know, they are, I believe, uh, I think that you, I think they usually belong to the Lutheran and also the Presbyterian church. Um, and there are some, some, uh, people that go to the, the evangelical free church, um, um. There, there are only a handful of Baptist churches. There, I'm a. I think in general, um, people would technically classify themselves as Christian because that tends to be like the popular thing these days. But sure, no, their lifestyle would say otherwise. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. So, uh, the second lesson that I learned is community is muy importante, and yes. I think that was like, yeah. So. No, like, uh, I was very, very blessed to 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 be, um, to to be super plugged in and saw company in mm. say, like one or two weeks of me like actually moving into Madison. So yeah, yeah, like, and so you no, know, I found like a great community, and plus they're part of the Southern Baptist Convention, so I kind of felt at home. So, uh, <laughs> and um, and very
1: very similar to your Hebrew friends, huh?
0: Very very similar, and so yeah, uh, I don't really. <laughs> I don't really have a lot off that point, but, uh, so, 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 so now we're moving on to the uh, third point, which is FOMO is real in terms of dating, partying school. And, yeah, and so it's like, there's, there's always something to do in college and it's, and it's just like how, like, you no, know, you no, know, you really don't have your parents to hold your hand anymore and they're not really looking over your shoulder anymore. So yeah you can essentially do anything you like literally anything that you want. And it seems like, you know, it seems like, um, you know, I think there were times, especially during the school year where I I really got stuck in terms of making a decision on what to do. And it's just Mm -hmm. like recognizing like, Hey, like there, there's a time and place for everything. Like you don't have to do everything at once, but I know that another minor lesson that I, or a major lesson that I learned is like, I really need to put my faith uh first you know like sure, there's no um i know that going to a party uh that isn't necessarily a sin except the activities that you do there that's what defines a sin and i know that um i the 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 uh, close thing to a party that i attended in my four months at uw madison so far is a cookout and mm-hmm in a tailgate so 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 you don't have to party every single day in college and and i'm sure that your liver will i'm sure your liver will definitely thank you in a few years so yeah even (laughs) at a party college
1: right
0: yeah Yeah, even at a party college and number one party school in the u.s uh you you don't have to party every single day um and so oh yeah so plus like every single school has like a party scene um sure except it's uh, especially prevalent in a very large school like uw um I'll,
1: I'll say this too before continuing that's not right. just for private uh, or i'm sorry public uh schools like public colleges that's right. even for private christian universities there's even like a party scene on yeah. at, at private Christian universities, oh yeah if definitely you go for sure go somewhere, you know yeah yeah so listeners who are considering that don't think like well I'm going to a you know um going to a Christian school, there's not gonna, you know i'm I'm gonna be cool, temptation's still going to be there
0: yeah yeah you you are going to find any temptation literally anywhere on the side of heaven, so it's yeah. just it's. It's a sad fact but it's reality like I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys like it's yeah. it's a it's a very real thing we are we are still in a broken world by sin and and we don't have our glorified bodies yet so so you know there's still like a little bit of waiting when it comes to that but anyway <laughs> you know um and the 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 uh the the very weird thing it seemed like the the school it seems like there's like a bar and like and like it, it's like most of the blocks of the streets and all this other stuff. And, yeah, and, and it's like, you know, it's like a very, very, very large school, as I've said before. Yeah. And so, you know, and, uh, and, and, um, you know, and now we're going to talk about the, the, the uh, various uh, temptations that I personally experienced in college. And I know this is going to be a little bit on the personal end, but, um, you know, even in my first uh, month, I was definitely tempted to get into the party scene at some points. I, I really wanted to meet new people and I know that Mm -hmm. um, I definitely referenced that in, I'd say episodes 12 through 14, something like that the first few Mm -hmm. episodes that I made at Madison. And, um, and so, no, I think that was, I think that was like a major temptation that I had because it's just like, okay. I'm in a brand new state. I I know literally nobody. And so right. it it seemed like it seemed like that was the only thing to do. And plus, you know, number one party school in the US. No, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> so and and you no, know, I'm very grateful that um I know that there were uh, various events in the on campus ministries that I tried to explore, you know, they they usually had those events on those same nights, and so I didn't really have to go to that scene.
1: That's cool, man.
0: Yeah. And so um, I think another one was just like, no, it's a topic of lust. And so, you know, as I've said before, you know, like, you know, um, now, now in college, you know, like temptation is really in your face and, and it seemed, you know, it's like I I came from a small, a, a, a decently sized like private school. And so it, it, there were obviously like uniforms and all this other stuff and like the, and so, you know, I wasn't necessarily used to seeing all, all the things that I came across in college. And so, you know, I think that was like a shocker that really shouldn't have been a shocker because I've, I've worked, uh, plenty of times in my dad's clinics and i've seen like some of the it's just some of the various outfits that my uh, it, 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 it's just some of the various outfits that is uh some of the various outfits that is it, some of the some of the various outfits that his patients wear and so i should have expected that but i didn't um mm. and and so i think that was like a major shocker to me and and I have a secret bleeder, Dylan. Uh, he he, uh, I think it was during like a meeting in September when he said, "You at, you are at a large school with some of the hottest girls in the country here, dude." And you know he 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 does not pull any punches, and there's definitely no like hiding that, um, and, and I'm definitely not going to hide that from the audience. Like like you guys are going to find some of the hottest people in your school wherever you go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't That's matter. It's true,
1: man. Even That's at right. a school of ministry, I found the hottest one and I married her.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh got him. got him. Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. yeah. And you no. Know, no, the 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 uh, temptation have the the temptation have a relationship that crosses physical boundaries are, are yeah. definitely there as well and it's just, yeah and the sad thing is is that it's pretty much glorifying this modern age yeah you know, it's like
1: i'd uh, agree with that
0: hookups and and, and and i think the the i think that concept is just like it's 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 this weird mix between like, it's in the dark almost, but at the same time, it's in the, it's, it's being shown into the world and kind of glorified in that sense. And it seems like, you know, there, there are like, it, it seems like you are being pushed across like physical boundaries when you know it's wrong. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's
1: really like losing its sacredness
0: That's oh, what's yeah,
1: happening sure. with culture. There's, oh yeah, uh, It's just sure. becoming like a thing. Yeah. Um, when really it's it's one of the most powerful acts that you can experience. And it's one of the most holy acts that um, oh, yeah, God, for sure. God created himself to give us in marriage. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Culture, the enemy of our soul wants to use it as a weapon to destroy us yeah.
0: um,
1: instead of what God has intended for it to be a blessing.
0: Yeah. And it's, it shows how powerful God designed that way to to, 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 um, I think the phrase is make a man and wife, like one flesh. It, That's right. The, the, the ways he builds that connections is just a very powerful, it's the most powerful thing that anyone could ever experience. And so it's, it's sad how it's just like, it's being used like a casual sense when everyone knows it's not really casual. I mean, mm. everyone mm. knows like deep down it is not casual at all and it's right you no know, there's there's plenty of research to back up on that but um i think that's like a whole whole separate topic that we could talk about for later
1: oh yeah man.
0: yeah so so your experiences with post uh high school stuff
1: yeah man um well all right so i graduated from high school in Birmingham, Alabama in 2012. Um, so a little bit different like time and culture than it is right now, but um, the, the similarity, like the, the temptations, those experiences that you're talking about, that hasn't changed. Um, this like period of a person's life that post high school, late teens, early twenties is like that crucial the developmental stage where you're really trying to define like, who am I as a person? Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to, a lot of people try to throw themselves into a lot of things to provide that answer and validate themselves. Um, and that's where a lot of that partying, the sex, um, even you can focus on academics or your peer group to validate you as a person. Um, I, I had a unique experience in high school. I went to church Just about my whole life, but had a legitimate God experience, really devoted my life to Him, not perfect, but knew that, okay, God's calling me to full time ministry. Um, That's the path that He has me on. And I found out about the school of ministry in Atlanta, so I knew that's where I was going. Right after I graduated high school, the summer in between, I was going to go to that school of ministry. I bought into a lie that. I believe was directly from, um, the enemy of my soul, Satan, demon, whatever, uh, was that, Hey, you better have fun now before you go to ministry school, because Mm. once you go there, you're not going to have any more fun. Mm. It's over. Mm -mm. And that was, that was a destructive lie. That lie was meant to derail the, the mission that God had me on. Uh, it was a target on my back. And so that summer I participated in these things that you're talking about uh, that we've been talking about these different temptations. So while the ministry school was something in itself, I like my friends who went to their universities, I went with them and like crashed on a couch for a few of the weeks and yeah. went to their rush parties. And I, I like pretended to be at that school. Going to these different parties mm. and meeting people and yeah Dang, just yeah. just going all in and getting that college experience mm-hmm. because of this lie that I'd bought into, yeah and there was a very distinct moment that I remember the Holy Spirit uh, speaking into my mind, my heart, however it is um, sometimes that's how that's how God will speak to me is it's just a thought that you can't shake that yeah, you know, here. okay this yeah. is. This is from God. And it was a a thought, if you continue down this path, it will kill you. And I know that it it wasn't necessarily that physical death. It could have been. could have been a physical death. It could have led me there. But he was talking about me rejecting the path that he had me on and eternal separation from him. That continuing down that path would be me choosing to forsake the God who loved me. Um, and so I had, had to come to Jesus meeting, uh, before I went, like literally the night before I went to the school of ministry. And that first, like first week of the school was just a week of repentance week of like rebuilding and like surrender. And, um, and yeah, that was, that was immensely important for me to, um, to have that experience to, to know, like the consequences, to know the weight of yeah. those things and how like intentional it was that uh the enemy of my soul wanted to destroy me and derail the plan that god had for my life by participating yeah. in a lot of those things
0: yeah man for sure yeah um and so okay so now i think we're on to like the last end of it uh so you know to for for a a a true Christian to like survive college. I mean, I think I boiled it down to two to these. How many concepts do I have here? Uh, one, two, three, four, uh, three. Um, so four, four total primary concepts. The the very first one is find a church that is biblical. This is one of the most important mm. things that you could ever do. And the <clears throat> church that I attended in is is I think I mentioned this before I was it's part of the Southern Baptist Convention um and it's part of the SEND Network um and um I think I also mentioned this uh the 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 uh, current on-campus ministry that I'm involved with is also song company and it's also part mm-hmm. of the Southern Baptist Convention um and uh two is find the right on-campus community that will hold you accountable and also guide you in your faith and i found that you know it's all company um yeah and for the the uh third concept um i know this is like a bread and butter like type of thing but really get into the word and pray yeah daily this is this has got to be the most important things in no uh i i I know that is the most important thing that you could ever do because, you know, there, there are going to be plenty of influences. There, there are going to be various influences that will try to sway you in college. And I know yeah. that, you know, there, there are, there going to be various like humanistic ideas. And also, you know, I'm, I'm cautious to say like demonic ideas, but just like, you no, know, there, there, there are various practices in academia where it's just like, okay, that's, Really weird, and so you know, you 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 really have to pray for like discernment. And so it's like, it is super important that you really get into word and get into prayer every single day. Yeah, man. Like,
1: simply put, what what's the problem with the whole world? What's your problem? What's my problem? Sin, sin. That's the problem. What's the solution? Jesus, Jesus. Like that's it. (laughs) Sin is the problem. Jesus is always the answer. Yeah. And one of the verses that God like really imprinted on me during that stage of life that's continued is Psalm one nineteen, verses nine through eleven. How can a young man keep his way pure by keeping Ooh, his, his word. word? Yeah. By keeping his word. Yeah. Um yeah, I've sought you with my whole heart, let me not wander from you. Your word have I hid in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Yeah. It's that hide that word in your heart like eat the word make it part of your life and it it will help you
0: yeah um and i think that's the part where uh where uh you have any like do do you have any main concepts to share in terms of that or no
1: man um when like you shared the show notes with me uh that first concept is exactly what i came back to that i i can't I, man, this is a huge myth that specifically my generation, I'm a millennial. I'm like the end of the millennials, you're Gen Z. Um, But this is a myth that kind of the generation before me started to go down. My generation really adopted and made it their own. And then Gen Z is is still struggling with this. And it's a myth that I can have Jesus without the church, that it's just me and Jesus. Yeah. And that's one of, that is one of the most detrimental myths
0: to yeah, for sure.
1: the, the faith as a whole, especially if you're transitioning to a college campus, you cannot have Jesus without his church, his body. You can't separate a head from a body or else, I mean, it, it's a dead body. That's yeah.
0: it. Yeah, for sure. So
1: if, and that's the image that Paul gives us in the sacred scriptures is that Christ is the head. We are the body. We are the members of the body. Um, yeah. if I chopped off my finger, it would cease to be part of my body. It would be disgusting, lifeless on the ground, really yeah. morbid picture, but yeah. I have to be connected to the body of Christ. So oh, like, yeah. yeah. if a friend is like, whoever's listening to this, if you're preparing to go to college, if you're starting to visit campuses, um, make that be one of your priorities to look for these Campus ministries that Atticus has found, like a salt company, um, like some of these different things, churches that are vibrant, um, that people would recommend. Look for those at your campus. Let that be part of your decision. Like, would I thrive here as a Christ follower? Uh, yeah. with their, the, the local body, uh, that's here. Yeah. And that was, that was definitely, uh, one of the big, big things that, um, my, like, I can't recommend enough for friends is yeah, man, don't sure. buy into that myth that it can just be you and Jesus. Cause Jesus, Jesus doesn't want that. Yeah. He wants you to be connected to his body, a local church. Um, and it's your faith is designed to thrive in that environment. Yeah. Um, and the, the last, last note that I had there, um, that you mentioned about accountability and humility um, that like, just to ask for help if you need it. Like if you have, Uh, even if you're struggling to connect with a ministry on campus, if you have a home church, call one of your pastors there. Um, For sure. I know that I did that.
0: that.
1: Yeah. The last, uh, last thing there is just talking about accountability and how important that is. And um, how like, even if you're struggling to connect with an on-campus ministry or a church there, you have a home church, like reach out to a pastor from home uh, or a trusted adult um who's further in the faith or right there with you, uh who can who you can lean on. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the things that I, I've read from you, Atticus, you were talking about how um asking for help doesn't show your weakness. Like that's key. Um, that's one of the big things is that asking for help is an act of humility. And humility requires strength that requires great strength to act in humility. It's easy to be prideful. it's easy to say, "I got it all together, I don't want to let someone see my weakness." It's a very uh, strong act to say, no I need I need someone's help in this matter and that's backed up by the sh- sacred scriptures is that uh, it yeah. says in James that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble and yeah. so I want grace. I want to be humble yeah. if I need help. I want to ask for it. Yeah. So those are those are the two big things for me: be connected to community, the body of Christ, His church, and then ask for that help when you need it. Be humble and uh, receive the grace of God, because we can't we can't do this without it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely for sure, man. Um, And I do have like a handful of miscellaneous concepts there, and uh, they they aren't in like a real uh, a a real like serial like order. sure you know, the 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 very first like small concept that kind of popped in my head is definitely move on from FOMO you know there's mm-hmm. there's always there, there's always something to do on campus always all, all, always something to do there's always a party there's always something to do yeah um and, and I had a
1: I had a school of ministry teacher um one of the most profound things that I got from that school was something simply said uh was that whenever you Say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And as soon as you can accept that and be good with it, um, the better better off you will be. So, like, just get comfortable with that. Like, yeah. healthy boundaries. You're gonna miss out on some things, and that's yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, there's there's there there there's always something to miss out on. As morbid as it may sound, there's always something. <laughs> there's there's always something. Um, yeah, no. it's not the end of the world. Okay. okay no, for sure. Now, um, I know that I, I I really need these. Get an accountability partner or partners, and it can mm-hmm. be for lust, partying, literally anything that's going on. Like, they they need to know the various things that you're like that, that you're really, really, sh- really. Sh- um, uh, <clears throat> they they really need to know like the things that you're struggling with.
1: Yeah,
0: I know that might seem odd for like the non-christians that might be listening into this but it's like i know that for me in my faith i i i know that was definitely one of the most important things that i had to do especially in the context of like a very large school and in one that is known for its antics on and off campus Mm -hmm. um and and i think another um i think another thing is uh hold on there's something going on my bike here um it's you no know, we we have to recognize we're not we aren't necessarily ditching god in our we 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 aren't necessarily we aren't uh necessarily ditching god in our studies you know um we we have to invite him uh into our academics and it's just like you no know, in the same way that adam had like god with him in the garden we we really need to recognize, uh, the, 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 um, I'm trying to phrase it in the right way, like the continuing need for, uh, God to guide us in our studies. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, the, the, the primary way for school, uh, I know that for me, uh, school, uh, slow, um, slowly becoming an idol that more or less happened because i you know we tend to place our we uh tend to place place out. um i <clears throat> uh, it's usually when we place our joy in our performance and also putting um our various accomplishments our, our various accomplishments on a pedestal and, and so like yeah. that's the 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 danger of finding our joy in our school and all this other stuff but yeah um i believe it discombobulated because of COVID still a little bit but, <laughs> but you're a trooper ma'am yeah yeah and so <laughs> can i
1: can i suggest a resource on that uh sure, sure that one that you're talking about right here uh with like inviting god into whatever you're doing so if it's studies if it is like hanging out with friends if it's uh working sure. out even I, sure. I know you did an episode on working out a couple, you know, a couple episodes back, yeah. um, you can invite God into every single aspect of your life. Like that is, that's the Christian life. It's to be walking with Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a book that helped me. It's called the practice of the presence of God. And if you just Google that there's actually a free version, like a PDF version, that's one of the first things that pops up it's a very short um yeah. very short collection of kind of uh, letters from this guy named brother lawrence he was a 17th century friar and essentially um that was his goal was to be like have god in every moment of his life um yeah. and he was like the cook for this monastery and it's yeah. just so sweet to read how he practically Invites God into the mundane things, uh, and l- help them live a holy life. So yeah. I would highly recommend that to anyone, a simple, easy read, short read, um, and some easy practices yeah. to walk in the presence of God in your daily life.
0: Oh, you yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so the, the final miscellaneous concept that I have is just to have like a Sabbath, a, a Sabbath, like. Uh, time of the yeah. week um yeah. you know find find a restful activity to do that find a restful activity that um that like really energizes you and really reminds you of god's grace and his goodness mm. you no know, i know that for me i know that working out with my friends or or like doing homework with my friends and i know that um most saturdays i have like a lunch with a friend um and and even then you know like i tend to be a little bit weird so so i i absolutely love like theology lectures you know i i i absolutely love them to death i don't know why i just love learning about theology but
1: i guess i'm weird too man i'm with (laughs) you
0: yeah and so yeah so uh i think that's uh in terms of my the 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 smaller concepts that i had and oh goodness so yeah um so no no like the bottom line is it is really time to put on your big boy or girl pants in terms of your faith like you you really have to take the initiative in terms of your faith and college yeah. because everything yeah. in this world will be going against you no this world yeah. is increasingly anti-christian and it's just you no know, and even then it doesn't you know, there, there, there are times where it seems like the, the anti-Christian values aren't necessarily overt. You no, know, it's mm-hmm. like, you no, know, uh, they don't have to explicitly say that they are anti-Christian to show that they are. No, like even the 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 very concept of being a woman is being you know like debated and all this other stuff. The very concept of being a man is being debated, you know, like even the 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 pure like uh the the I think the concept, you know, like having kids and all this other stuff, like it's it's oddly being debated even more now in college and your mind is going to be swayed back and forth in various, various different directions. And you really have to have like, you, you, you really have the right community in terms of like discernment and really you know, like guiding you in your faith, especially in such a, a, a dark area. And so it's like, you no, know, that is, it's I've, I've had a lot of growing pains. Um, In like mm. the four months that I was in Madison, you know, I, I I learned a lot of things about my faith, you know, like fully, you know, no, like fully comprehending the gospel, you know, like seeing spiritual abuse. um, And, and, you know, like, um, I definitely know that, you know, like accountability, I think that was like a, a, a really major thing that I really struggled with because just like, I, there were plenty of times where I didn't really want to ask for help. And I was just like, man, I cannot let these questions boil down in my head and just kind of, I can't really let these, these questions know, like, um, I think the phrase is live in my head, like rent free. And so Mm. I, I really had to ask like some very pivotal questions like, okay, so what's going on now? Like, why am I having so, so, so many different theological questions when it seems like I, I already know the answer to them. And, and it seems like, um, the, the, um, <clears throat> oh my goodness, COVID, uh, yeah. So, uh, and the, the, uh, I, th- I think the final point that I have is like, there's, there's just joy in senior brokenness and understanding that our joy is found in, uh, in, no that there's this joy that is found in our lives as Christians and God's performance. And plus, you know, his, his purely perfection, you know, and I think that's, I think that seems to be like the paradox of the Christian life as Paul Washer puts it, you know, it's like, no, it's this odd thing that we have our joy that is found in like a righteous God that is so pure. And even though like, yeah, like we should enjoy like the fruits of our labor and all this other stuff. But yeah. our our ultimate joy is found in him and what he did for us on the cross. And, mm-hmm. and we need to be continually, we need to be continually uh, reminded of that every single day in our lives. And it seems yeah. like now, like, you no, know, like, it's like, I mean, it seems like every single day, I'm just overwhelmed by God's grace about how, like, he, he has really protected me in the four months that I was in Madison. And it's just a blessing. Yeah. So the yeah. mercy of God's good, man. Amen to that, dude. Yeah. Um, it yeah. Seems- hey, I, wish,
1: I wish I had said this up front uh, for friends who are like doing the either non-traditional or online school like me, but everything that we've talked about is applicable to both on campus and online uh, students, like every single thing that we've talked about. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the importance on community, accountability, being in God's word, um, all of that is so necessary. Um, for every, every kind of student. Um, And the the last thing that I would say is like um, every one of us, if you have said yes to Christ, um, there is like, you have said yes to the mission of God. Um, Our faith is a participatory faith. God wants us to join him in his mission to seek and save people that he loves um, and to share his good news with those around us. And the reality is that there is a real enemy who wants to take you out of the game, who wants to derail your life. Um, but if you choose Christ, if you choose humility, um, if you choose accountability, if you choose his body, the church, um, it's not going to not saying that you're going to be a hundred percent perfect all the time. Um, but that's the path of repentance. That's the path of humility and saying like, yes to Jesus. Even when I fall, I get back up and look back towards the cross and ask for his forgiveness. And yeah. the final verse that I would, uh, that I have, that is like one of my most, uh, favorite powerful verses, is Romans chapter 16, verse 20 It says the God of peace will soon crush Satan beneath your feet and the grace of our Lord Jesus will be with you. Amen,
0: Amen to that. Amen to that. Amen. Too. Amen to that. All right. I mean, it seems like that's the end of the episode, man. So thank you for, uh, so
1: thanks for having me, man. It was, uh, I got it was you, a joy. Dude. And, I got you. uh, yeah. if I didn't mess up too bad, I hope you'll have me back sometime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I probably will. Uh, and I, um, I'm hoping that I don't have uh, I, I I am really hoping that I'm not sick next time around. So yeah, I know, man. <laughs> so I still have like a little bit of COVID left in me, but I think it should be fine. Hopefully by the end of the day, but the cough is still like, ugh, yikes. So,
1: yep. Yeah. Yep. So. I get that. R- R- dude. Peace. All right. Love you a whole lot, man. Peace.